What is up? Welcome back. It's Rick Beta. My favorite day slash time of the week. Get to record, get to interact with you guys. Welcome back. As I said, it's Rick Beta, No Mongo Podcast, at Rick Beta, Instagram, Twitter, if you want to follow along. Also, can email nomongopodcast at gmail.com. Got to admit, I always have something to admit, right? It seems that the last couple days, but I think I'm battling. Actually, I'm 99.9% sure I'm battling a double ear infection. So if all of a sudden, like, I start screaming or yelling into the mic, don't take it personally. Just tell me, dude, calm it down a bit, Rick. You're talking a little loud. I can hear you. So I wanted to just let you know that. Not fun. I'm sure if you had a double or even a single ear, ear infection is not fun. But when you have double, it, it, it literally feels like my head's about a balloon about to pop, basically. As I take a sip of water. But this week, of course, I mean, it comes with a heavy, heavy, heavy heart. I almost felt like Chris Roberts right there. But Jake Phelps, he passed away recently. And, and I'm kind of glad that the timing of my episodes have been off. You know, I've, I've kind of needed some time to process it all. If for whatever reason you don't know who Jake Phelps is, he was, I'm sorry, he was the editor at Thrasher Magazine. He was there for about 26 years. And, yeah, he passed away. He was 56. So he passed away recently. And this is a huge blow to the industry. I mean, he he literally, he was skateboarding 24-7, 100%. All the comments that you're seeing from pros and just people over the last couple of weeks <clears throat> has been pretty crazy. And it's, and it's hard to sum it up, even in this first intro clip, how much he had a, as far as an impact on skateboarding. I mean, his influence, you know, he would call up riders, Ryan Desenzo. He, there was a big, uh, you know, my war where he had an idea. Hey, Ryan, I got these stairs. You want to kickflip? And, you know, Ryan didn't know he was going to be able to make it or do it, but because of his pushing and his, you know, just his, he's got everyone's back, had everyone's back. I should say it's still weird for me to say it has, um, you know, Ryan was able to bust out one of the biggest kickflips in his life. So it's it was a huge blow. Jake Phelps, you know, RIP, 26 years at the magazine. I mean, I, as long as I can remember, at least I was making money. I subscribed to Thrasher or Transworld over the years. I mean, even with print media, media going away, I still supported the magazine. So huge, huge loss. And I know many of you guys are affected and just the... I remember jumping on, I think it was Facebook. I usually jump all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, everyone else does the jumps of the social media. But I saw something and I saw, it said was. Jake felt was. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, it was from Thrasher. I didn't believe it. And then I went to Instagram and then every pro, everyone had a video or a story or something to say about him. And it's hard not to get worked up. I mean, it, it's... Like I said, it's really hard to explain how much of an impact he has he had on the industry. But we're never going to forget him. And and I wish I could call him Felper, right? You know, everyone call him Felper. I didn't know the guy, never met the guy, but I was actually never even, even in the same presence of him. But I always felt like I would have been one of his guys. Sure, yeah, he probably would have razzed me or given me a hard time or whatever. But I would have loved to just sit down and talk with a guy. I mean, I think, and and not in a group. Like one-on-one, that's what I was hoping to get, a one-on-one with Jake Phelps. That would have been awesome. 
But now we have, you know, clips, videos. He's pretty much the most quoted or he, everything he say, said could be turned into a, a quote that people use. I mean, here are a couple. Let me got a couple that I want to share with you that are at least that stuck with me. Okay. You got to just keep skating if that's what you want to do. But if you don't want to, don't kid yourself. Get out. Go do something else. If it gets too scary for you, then you were never meant to skate in the first place. I mean, yeah, it's my voice, but you can hear Jake's voice in that quote. Here's another one. If you're not skating with your friends, you're wasting time. These are memories you'll make for the rest of your life. Whatever you do with that, that's your business. But right now, having fun with your friends is what makes you the person you are. Awesome. I'll do one more. I've had multiple surgeries. I've broken both of my legs. Whatever. It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is skating is forever. It's what people wish they had in their lives, but they don't. You can't buy culture. Skateboarding is a culture to itself. It's our own thing powerful powerful stuff yeah the guy then there's many many more quotes and the guy (laughs) for one thing you know i I try to keep this show kind of pg not too many swear words but jake i mean it was hard finding quotes and stuff that didn't have swear words he just kept it real but he pushed you you know he pushed you if you're around him or at least from what i saw he maxim he wanted you to maximize your abilities and he knew how far to push that how far to poke the bear how to motivate guys but many quotes from jake r.i.p jake and still so many skaters and riders their timelines i mean even just today before i jumped on the mic i'm recording it's friday here there are still posts from pros every day so r.i.p jake i'm sure i'll be talking more about you we're holding it down here for you don't even worry. And of course, wherever you are, I'm sure you're just tearing up crap, dude, and just causing heck and having fun. So thanks for all that you've done for skateboarding. You literally were the grandfather of skateboarding, the father of skateboarding. Great post. Check out Mark Johnson, at Mark Johnson on Instagram. He was definitely hugely impacted by it, too, affected by it. He had a great post for it, too. Go check him out. So, But I guess... There's no real easy segue after, you know, such tragic news. You know, I want to say that lightly. I know Jake wouldn't want us, you know, I could just picture him now. Just get on, move on, suck it up, move, you know, carry on with your life, however you want to say it. So wanted to say, you know, shift now. As you know, I'm a huge fan of the Nine Club. You know, and I, and I don't want to make this. I'm surprised there's not a podcast about it yet, but you can literally just do reactionary podcasts for people, right? Nine Club has great shows, great content. You can create a podcast just responding. But I don't want to become that show, so that's why I was kind of prefacing that, saying, look, I don't want to talk about Nine Club every single week. But I finally did get done with the Tommy Sandoval interview, which which is pretty cool. I think I mentioned before, too, the one before that I watched was Lance Mountain. That was great. Three hours and 45 minutes, well worth my time. Woo! And, uh... I'm not even going to go talk about Mike V's yet. His is over five hours long. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to be able to get around to all of that. But I heard it's great. What's great, though, with technology is that you can speed it up. So I might be listening to Mike V at 2x, you know, and just boom, 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 get through the episode in, I don't know, two and a half hours. 
<laughs> no offense to Mike V, but hey, I might actually learn how to pronounce his name. So there's that too. So I mean, I'll check out that. But let me get back on track. I finally watched Tommy Sandoval's episode, and there's so much good content in there. I mean, I took notes, literally, took notes that I wanted to cover. And he he has some good stuff in in what he talks about how just going for big tricks, right? So it's it's good to get inside his head and and you know, right at the top, Chris Roberts talks about you know his big frontside flips that he does, namely the one the twenty stair set in San Diego that. You know, he has also has a My War on, which if you haven't seen, go check it out. But he, it was great because he talked about literally blacking out before or during tricks. And what that means is, is basically like you're so in the zone that you go up for something big. You got to have your, your confidence and your ability and know those are in check. And then you also, you got to know sometimes just on plain luck. Like he, he literally mentioned, he's oftentimes he doesn't even know how he does certain tricks. He's just rolling away. <laughs> so, and oftentimes he doesn't even know. He just says, what happened? You know, other than that, he either rolls away or he falls. But, you know, in this specific one, the San Diego, you know, 20 stair, his first couple attempts looked so effortless. You know, as I mentioned in previous episodes, you got to learn how to fall. You got to learn how to know when certain tricks aren't right, when things aren't happening. And just bail out. And it was crazy to see, like, he just kind of, eh, you know, this one wasn't working out. Eh. And he got it on the sixth try. Frontside flip down 20 stairs, sixth try. And it's, I mean, I think it's still to this day one of the biggest kickflip, frontside kickflips down steps that I don't think anyone's done. I mean, Ryan, I mentioned it earlier, he did a kickflip down, a huge double set. But Crazy. But he, you know, as I mentioned, he talked about literally blacking out while flying through the air. Crazy. And that's how most of his parts are, I guess. And he just, he, he talked about how far he, he just, he knows how far he needs to go, where he needs to land. And he, and there's a point in where his kind of his confidence and his ability, all of that has to come together to make the, what did he say? Um, get sparked, right? So that's his, his. You know, sometimes when you're not feeling it, he's waiting for that motivation to get spark. And of course, that just means like adrenaline. You got to you know, put it all together. Everything aligns perfectly. The stars are aligned. Boom. Front side kick foot. Done. But it's amazing to hear that, you know, the insight, as I mentioned, like he likes the show. I mean, I like the show because you get some insight in the skater's heads. You know, he just he really never knows when he's going to do a new or a large trick. He'll just give something a try and wait for that spark. And pretty cool to see. So and he's another one that all or nothing is is his style he's gonna get destroyed that day but he's gonna either make it or not and then he'll rinse and repeat do it the next day so he, he talks about finding that spark because you know these guys most most of these big guys big skaters or that go big it takes them a while to recover the next day you know i mean you're you're hurting and you're getting older you're banged up or maybe he did a couple tries and you know your your body's still kind of check, but everything's got to align. You got to have the right speed, the right ability. You gotta maybe black out in the middle of a trick. Hope for the best. Either you flip out of it or you land. But it was cool to hear him say like sometimes he just does not know how he does it. He just finds that he's he goes up for a trick and he's rolling away. So yeah, check that episode out. Um, it was it was a good fun 
experience. You know, a lot of uh, alcohol was consumed, imbibement or imbi- imbibement is that a word? I don't know. Micheladas. It was it was cool to see uh, Chris Roberts. He's obviously not a big drinker, but he tried it out. You know, first shotgun on on the the show. But as of to who I'm going to next, I don't know. I, I might check out Mike V's. You following the show still? I know it's still pretty popular. A lot of people like it, and some people I notice are kind of hating on it. Maybe it's the length of episodes and whatnot. But let me know what you think. Which ones have you been watching? How are things going otherwise? So yeah, at Rick Beta, R I C K B A T A, and you can uh, follow along on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, quick drink of water. My sinuses are holding up, which is good. Got to go check out the doctor probably. I don't think I'm screaming in the mic too loudly. I have my headset on, so thanks for bearing with me, y'all. So trying to keep things positive and uh, on a good note, of course, as I slowly get to wrap up this episode, Bucky Lassick. You know, this guy, I think he's kind of like a fine wine. He's getting better with age, right? If you've seen any of his recent clips, I mean, I I can't even – He's got at least five, six, maybe even ten tricks in the last year that have absolutely blown my mind. And he's, you know, I think he's around my age. I'm 43, he's probably in his 40s. He might be a little bit younger. I'm not sure. But the guy's on fire. I recommend you check him out. Double back. Go watch some of his recent clips. But the one I saw the other day, he posted a huge, well, actually, it was before that. He had this huge all to fakie a couple weeks back. He was at a demo. He probably land. He probably flew six to seven feet above the coping, and it's into. He has a clip, you know, a picture of it, and then he also has a clip, so you can see both and compare. But I want you guys to focus on his arms, his hands. When he flies up, he is in complete control, and you know he's got it. He just flies up, whoop, come back down, land. Now he wasn't. His arms weren't flailing around, or he it wasn't. It was so in control and so cool to see. Go watch that if you haven't seen it. It's a, it's a six, seven foot all to fakey, and it was just it was pure magic. But what's triggered me? I literally changed. I was going to talk about something else, but I saw him the other day. He posted because he's always been a really good switch dance rider. I put him up there with Bob Burnquist as far as vert riders who can just crush it on switch dance, but. I think he's probably the king now. I think he's taken over the throne from Bob, you know, and, and let me know if you guys disagree, if there's someone else you think that might be, as far as Vert we're talking about here, Switch stands Vert. Bucky Lassick is is the king of Vert for Switch, but I honestly, in my brain, I'm going to start, I'm just going to call him, he skates Goofy Foot. Sorry, Bucky, you're a Goofy Footed skater now. It's kind of weird to say that, but then if you see his clips, it kind of makes sense. I mean, crushing it. Big method. I don't want to say regular footed. A goofy footed method. Switch foot method. And it, it was about, I don't know, eight feet out at least. So, Bucky, I, I think, I don't know if you, if online somewhere, Wikipedia or whatever, has you listed as regular foot. I think we need to switch that. You're, you're goofy footed now. You know, it's official. You've earned that title. <laughs> it's just so, so good. Bucky Lassick, goofy-footed rider. That's how he's going to get introduced at his next contest. 
a newly goofy-footed writer, newly appointed goofy-footed writer by Rick Beta. You've earned it, Bucky. Now, you know what I can picture him doing next? Is a goofy-footed six, seven-foot all-way to fakie. Unless he's probably already done that. I should probably double-check before I say that. You never know. It might backfire on me. But he's he's a freak. He's getting older. He's getting better. Oh, huge shout-out to Lincoln Ueda. I've been watching a lot of your clips lately. I'd love just to be, like, one of your shoes flying around like that. Seven-year glitch. Go watch that video, you guys. It's, if it's been a while since you've seen it, go watch it. If you've never seen it, Lincoln Ueda, seven-year glitch. Send me a message saying, thank you, Rick, for sending me that way. Lincoln's so good. So He flies so high. I just want to be one of your shoes. I want to feel that flight. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's all I got for this week. I love, love doing the show. Almost more than, you know, I, I probably can't pull off more than one episode a week, but I could come on the mic every day and talk to you guys about skateboarding. There's so many topics to top, talk every single day, every single week. This one, I'm glad, as I mentioned at the top, that I had some time to process Jake Phelps' passing. So once again, RIP Jake Phelps, pounding my chest for you, buddy. You'll be missed. You'll never be forgotten. And as I mentioned, we'll be, we'll be talking about you for many, 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 many years. So finally on, finally got the website going, nomongo.com. I got a blog on there too. I just kind of keep that going as far as if I want to do some writing. So check it out, you know. And I also got the podcast info on there. So we're on Apple, iTunes, Google Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, however you want to, however you find the show, most likely we are on there or I am on there or the show is on there. You get what I'm saying. But thanks for the support at Rick Beta. If you want to follow along, see ya.